welcome to Taking It Personally, the podcast for heart-led entrepreneurs who have a message to share through their business to positively impact the world. I'm Elle Turner, writer, business mindset mentor, mother and lifelong learner who wants to show you that when business is personal, that's when it can really make a difference, not only in your life, but in the lives of those around you and in the wider world. I'm on a heart-led mission to harness the power of thought leadership, mindset and personal growth to help you express your heartfelt, soul-led message with confidence to the world and grow your own impactful business. So whether you're a coach, a consultant, an author, a speaker, or in any other business, if you have a message to share and a positive impact to make, then here's my number one tip. Join me on this podcast every week and let's find out what we can do by taking it personally. Welcome or welcome back to the podcast where we talk about all things entrepreneurial leadership and mindset so that you can grow your heart-led, impact-driven business and live the life that resonates with you, that's in harmony with you at a heart and soul level. We've got a really special episode of the podcast today as I am delighted to welcome another guest to the show today, creative business and mindset coach Bernadette Chapman from Bernadette Chapman Consulting is joining us. Following a successful career in the wedding industry, Bernadette now works with creative business owners to help them shine in their business, which definitely is something that we all want to do. So hi, Bernadette. Welcome to Taking It Personally. I'm so excited that you're joining us today. Thank you so much for being here. That's my pleasure. And thank you so much for inviting me. I felt when we connected, we had so much in common and I just feel very privileged to be here and talk to you and to talk to your guests as well. Oh, thank you. Well, yes, I really enjoyed getting to know you when we were chatting a few weeks ago and when we were deciding what we were going to talk about today. And we do have a great topic to talk about. We're going to talk about the difference between procrastinating on taking action in business and taking the necessary time to incubate an idea before taking action. And I think this is a great topic because it's really valuable to be able to learn to feel the difference between our feelings when they can feel similar when they occur. And when it comes to procrastination versus incubation, it's important to know whether we're stalling and holding ourselves back or taking the time that's necessary and helpful to equip us to take action that's valuable and of the quality that we need it to be because we haven't rushed something that actually needs time to grow. Would that be a fair assessment, do you think? Absolutely, and I'm a big believer that when you are running a business, that it needs to be aligned with your soul. It mm-hmm. needs to suit you, suit your personality type, because if you try to force something, you're just going to become incredibly frustrated, and you'll, and you'll begin to doubt yourself. Mm-hmm. And you know the the topic of incubation, which we're going to talk more about shortly, is, is something that I discovered by accident a number of years ago, and it was a massive light bulb moment for me. And as a result of that, I guess it spiraled, and I I absolutely want business owners to have the confidence to run business their way and to recognise that sometimes what they think is procrastinating, as an example, may not be. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I think. 
you know, we're coming from the same fundamental position there, wanting people to really um, embrace their own way, their own way of doing things. Because I think, and certainly I find myself so often we can be beating ourselves up for not doing things in a certain way when we're really misjudging the feeling because we're so schooled in the idea of productivity and to-do lists and the, the sort of go, go, go. Now, I'll put my hands up and say I love a planner and I love a to-do list. I really do like that world, but I definitely identify with some of the tendencies that you spoke about in um, the article that I read that you had that you had written, some of the, the tendencies of incubators that you described. So I'm really pleased to get the chance to, to dig into this with you. So tell us a little bit about, you know, that light bulb moment and how you became more interested in the in the subject. to co-author this book Mm -hmm. and you're given so long to write the book had the deadlines Mm -hmm. but I didn't I didn't do it in in, I I met the deadlines but I was doing it right up until the deadline Um, because I sat down quite a few times and I would try to write the chapter and like writer's block nothing would come out Mm -hmm. and I would get so frustrated and then it would become closer to the deadline and I would sit at my computer and I couldn't type fast enough. Mm, mm-hmm. it, it, it was almost as if the chapter was already written inside my head and the moment I started typing, it just came out. Um, it's the only way I can describe it. And so that's when I first, I guess, recognised it and then I started acknowledging it and did some research I've read books on mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. and it was a huge sense of relief to realize that it's okay yeah. I just work differently this is how I work and I discovered that creatives in particular that and we're going to talk about this in a moment but creatives in particular they need that space yeah to create you you can't force it um and it's why, you know, another thing that I talk about with my clients is time blocking and theme days. And it's a similar thing. I think sometimes as entrepreneurs, we're told to do things a certain way. Mm. And if we don't do it a certain way, then we're failing at business. Um, and that's not the case at all. No, no, absolutely not. And I think um, one of the things that's sort of coming through from what you're saying that I think is is really important, you can let me know what you think, is I could feel myself starting to sweat a little bit when you were saying about leaving stuff until the very last minute and it comes back to this idea about people working differently and us actually embracing how we work as individuals and recognizing that it doesn't matter if somebody else says about doing it a different way because I certainly relate to the idea of needing to incubate an idea but I also relate to the idea of not leaving something till the last minute in case in case something else comes up. So I think it's about getting to know ourselves as well as individuals and the way we work and then just acknowledging that that is therefore the best way for us. Would you would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm all about empowering entrepreneurs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that they can run the business in the way that's right for them. And I think, you know, what I don't want this discussion to be is um, almost 
an excuse not to do the work. You right, know, yes. Not what I'm mm-hmm. not saying it is, mm, yeah. oh, it's okay, you're an incubator, it's fine. Because actually not everybody is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, the, you know, particularly for introverts, particularly for um, creatives, this is very common. You know, yeah. they, need, they need that space to to create. You know, not, not just physically create the creative process starts inside your head yes and they need that space to do it um so i'm not trying to excuse people that leave things to the last minute because there are two camps there are um and, and can i maybe sort of talk about the big difference between um, of course okay. yeah 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 so one, one of the things that i think is a big difference okay so a procrastinator is that something will be left to the last minute and then that work will be rushed. Mm-hmm. And then what is produced is not very good. Mm-hmm. Versus an incubator, um, they may leave it to the last minute, but the difference is they have actually been working, but they've been working, the creative process has been done on their subconscious mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the ideas have been formulated so that once that deadline has approached, and, and creatives, we work we work brilliantly under pressure. You know, we we love a deadline. That's we thrive on that. Um, and I think that's one of the, the biggest differences. What we produce is really good because actually we have been working, but we've been working in our subconscious. Yeah, no, I I, I get that, and you're reminding me of when I was writing fiction and similar to what you're saying, the idea of sitting down and doing X words a day sometimes worked for me when I was having to marry it up with you know working nine to five and I just needed to keep chipping away at the project but in other cases doing a certain number of words a day for example didn't work at all but I would find that I could crack out maybe thousands of words towards the end of the week and you're right it was because it had been percolating you know when I had when I had the headspace and when I had the breathing room for it to yeah. for it to do so yes I absolutely know what you're saying that there's there's a time where your where your subconscious mind is doing some of the heavy lifting for you <laughs> Being <thrown away. laughs> yes, absolutely absolutely so when we were talking about telling the difference between procrastination and incubation and I think it's important for us to recognize how we feel ourselves because again it's just about being honest with ourselves about where we where we stand with it because it's 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 ourselves who are being impacted by the decision we make as to whether or not we do something or or we or we don't do something but can you describe a bit in terms of the feeling how you how you think it feels when you're procrastinating versus how it feels when you know that you are incubating an idea I I obviously can Yes. So I think, you know, are there times I procrastinate over tasks? A hundred percent, you know, my tax return. <laughs> Hands up, I procrastinate. There's nothing creative about that process. So how does it feel when you're procrastinating? I would say um, your heart is beating fast. Mm-hmm. You're getting sweaty palms. You're beginning to panic. You will be thinking about it constantly. And you'll be using phrases like, I really should do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and and then when you do it you you are you know you're forcing yourself and it's almost like hey just get it done 
I'm just going to go. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so that passion isn't there necessarily. So I, I would say they're probably some of the common signs, I would say, with the procrastinating, that you you just, you, you don't really, and also, actually, quite often, it's because it's something that isn't in our zone of genius. Yes. But actually, yes. quite often, it's a task that we shouldn't be doing. And I know that, you know, in the coaching world, you know, we need to avoid using the word should mm. or shouldn't. But in this case, I think it's relevant because when you're working in your zone of genius, it's, it's the task that you love. It's the task that are going to really um, scale your business. But sometimes entrepreneurs find it hard to let go. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. they might be doing those tasks that actually are not in their zone of genius. And they probably probably could and should have outsourced by now. And so I think that comes to play a lot with the incubator. The opposite happens when you're incubating. So I meant to say procrastinating. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. Um, the opposite um, happens when you're incubating. It's a sense of calm. Yes. So you know that this task is due. You know that, but you're utterly calm about it. It's okay. Inside your head, you're like, it's, it's okay. You don't have that panic. You don't have that little voice saying, oh, my God, you're going to foul. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know deep inside that it will be okay. And I think that's, you know, if we're talking about feelings, that's sort of the, the biggest way to describe it is that sense of calm versus why haven't I done this? Oh, my God, in panic for the procrastinating. Yeah, no, I love that because it, it ties in with what you said about the zone of genius because that's mm-hmm. the same description of that that feeling as well. But And it also ties in with trust self-trust and knowing you are going to be able to create what you have said you're going to create or you're 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 going to be able to um hold to your word and it's it's the cultivation of that self-trust in your profession or at in your job so I think it's it's great when we see that all come together because I think when we see or read so much information in the online space I mean there's just so so much coming at us about and it's it's well-meaning it's good advice but it can sound like it's lots and lots and lots of different things that people are talking about but there there's a there's a relationship between them and it's, and it's maybe just different ways of describing mm-hmm. a similar way of working um yeah. so so I love yeah. that I love the way that you that you described that so um it's it sounded spacious spacious was the word that I was thinking about when you were when you were talking about the way it feels to be incubating that sense of calm and you know it's it it's the opposite of the oh there's so many things to do and you know knowing that you are making excuses to kick them yeah. kick them further down the road type of thing and that's where my discussions of procrastination come in in terms of do you need to take some time do you need some headspace in order to be able to then carry on and do the work or you know have you got yourself into into too much of that go 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 um mentality which then leads you sort of counterintuitively to want to procrastinate and make excuses and hold yourself back i think i think it's a quiet acceptance so it's not something that happens overnight and i think once you um begin to learn more about the power that comes from um allowing yourself that space to create when you are when you reach that level you have that quiet acceptance where you have that self-trust yes you mentioned 
that it makes it so much, so much easier. In fact, there's, uh, you know, there, there's um, an author I was going to recommend called Susan Cain, and she's done a number of books. But, you know, one of her books, and I love this phrase, is Quiet Power. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially for introverts. And I, and I think the world, and particularly the online space, can be so noisy. And you're absolutely right. So many people telling you, this is the way you have to do it. Whereas, especially for creatives, that doesn't work. You mm-hmm. know, they're mm-hmm. a whole different breed. You know, we they need to be able to have a system that allows them to be free-spirited, allows them to create. And, and I think that's one of the things that I am really quite passionate about is, is I guess, giving people permission yeah that was the word yeah I was thinking that I was thinking that's very permission giving for for all of us really when because we, we we're all susceptible to thinking well if x y and z person's saying that and look at how successful they are so maybe there's something in in that that I'm not doing that I think then having that permission and recognizing that it's okay to be the way you are and it's okay to embrace that in your business that that's you know that's very reassuring in this noisy online space so I I love that that's that's great so could you tell us the name of the book and the author again just to um... there's there's so many I've got three oh fantastic even better even better I love a good book recommendation so even better yeah so actually probably the this one is probably not quite the right title because I actually bought this um so it's called Quiet Power, and it's by Susan Cain. But this is actually brilliant if you've got introverted children mm-hmm. or teenagers, mm-hmm. and it's about how they're different. Um, but she's written many books of, about that, so that was really fascinating. Um, the next one I'm going to recommend, which I also absolutely loved, is called Bored and Brilliant. All right, um, okay. By, you know, I do apologise if I say the name wrong, but Manoush um, Sobradi, Um and the phrase inside the book, which I think is brilliant, bored, and I thought, how perfect is this? Boredom is an incubator for brilliance. Ah. Isn't that brilliant? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Um, and the third one, which I also love, um, is uh, by Barbara Stanley, and that's called Sacred Success. So they all three books are talking about the, the power from walking away from turning off your devices from giving yourself that space to be brilliant to create and I think sometimes because the online space it's all go 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 Mm. but actually it's nice to have that reminder to it's okay to go and take that country walk because it's quite often when we go and take that country walk that the creative ideas come to us Absolutely. And I think the more yes. that you embrace that, the more creative ideas, regardless of, of whether you are a creative business or not, you can still be a creative entrepreneur and have a more corporate um, you know, business. It's mm-hmm. still the same process. It's allowing yourself the time to think up new, new ideas for mm-hmm. your business and think of mm-hmm. new ways to do things yeah I mean I think there's a there's a creative aspect to entrepreneurship 
full stop from the the innovation perspective and yeah so absolutely and um Again, it's just it's just kind of underlined from our last conversation, really, that these topics marry together so well, because my main message is that you need to build the business owner to build the business. And I believe that, you know, things like you've described there, like walking in nature, that can be a business activity because it's our own approach to business. It's our own mindset and our approach to business that determines the quality of the action that we that we take so putting ourselves in the best place to take the quality of the action is the foundation and putting ourselves in the best place may well be taking a walk in nature having that headspace taking the step back incubating and that's not procrastinating so you know that's that's great and it's 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 great that you are so vocal about that and help people with that specifically so so that's that's fantastic so thank you very much for joining me today and thank you on behalf of everybody who listens to this episode of taking it personally for so generously sharing your knowledge and experience with us I'm very appreciative of you being here so thank you thank you very much how can people find you online and get in touch with you get to know more about you I'll put some links in the podcast description okay so um probably the easiest way is um over on instagram or tiktok um you can find me uh, literally at Bernadette chapman um quite nice and easy um or likewise on my website as well um each week i do a behind the scenes um email so um what went well or what didn't go so well and i think that's very important for business mm-hmm. entrepreneurs to know that not everything goes well each week but absolutely reach out on instagram I respond to every single message. It is me. The, it, you know, it isn't anyone managing my social media. So you will get an actual response from me. We'll get through direct to you. That's that's fantastic. So um, thank you again. Just before we finish, when I was talking about building the business owner to build the business, that's really my philosophy that business is personal. You need to build the business owner to build the business. So what what do you do to build yourself as a as a business owner? What are your sort of go to activities? to manage your mindset and hone your your leadership skills in your business? Yeah, a number of things. So I commit to reading one business development book a month. So I do that because, and I'm probably very bad in the sense I go through my highlighter pen. And so I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm highlighting sections, and I do love doing that. Yeah, um, absolutely. Journaling, I think, is incredibly beneficial. Yes. Um, and I do that. And one of the things, actually, because I work a lot with clients on mindset as well, one of the things that I have found quite powerful for me, because I, I, I'm I, quite a sensitive person. So I am an introvert, and I, I am a very sensitive, probably emotional person. Um, and one of the things that has worked for me as well is the act of forgiveness. And so in my journal, mm-hmm. um, I will, sometimes it's I forgive myself. Yes. Um, not reaching a goal or not doing something but sometimes I forgive it could be a member from leaving my membership or somebody for not signing up so I will put that in and it honestly helps because it just like releases just lets it go it's Mm -hmm. no longer an issue and so definitely I would say reading journaling and the act of forgiveness makes a big difference 
Fantastic. Thank you very much for, for sharing that with us. And thank you again for, for joining us. So if you check out the podcast description for the links to where you can find Bernadette online, I will leave everything that you need in the description below. Thank you for joining us today on Taking It Personally. I'll speak to you next week on the podcast, but until then, enjoy your business. Bye for now. Thank you for taking it personally and spending this time with me to talk all things business mindset and entrepreneurial leadership. I so appreciate your desire to have this conversation and join me on my truly heart-led mission. I believe in you. I'm rooting for you and your success always. So join me next time to talk about what we can do by taking it personally.